0: Hey everyone. This is Anthony Grants and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening.
1: Hi there, everyone. Welcome to an amazing interview with Superstar PR with uh, someone I have so much respect for. As a Black woman and entrepreneur in her own right, Janice Bartley is a founder of the nonprofit Foodpreneur Lab, and her personal mission is to level the playing field and open doors and underserved communities for would-be and established foodpreneurs. Tackling systemic barriers head-on and pioneering new approaches to creating access for those historically prevented from fully participating in the food sector is front and center for Janice. Drawing on her 30 years of lived experience in food and entrepreneurship, Janice is forging ahead with her fierce mission to create gender and racial equity for all foodpreneurs. Now that's a yummy situation. I can't wait to have this chat. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superstar PR. Uh, you're with Nikki here, and I'm so excited. Handpicked today's guest. She's pretty wicked as a human being, kick ass, but she's the founder of Foodpreneur Lab, and she's a passionate advocate for accessibility for underserved communities in the food space, and her name is Janice.
0: Janice, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. What a lovely intro, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like so happy I get to work with you because I'm like such a big fan, man. Thank you. Wow. It's a beautiful day in the city. What a nice day to be interviewed. It
0: is. It is. The temperature is quite nice and the leaves are still on the tree. So that's a plus. I know,
1: It's wicked. So like, let's talk about your hospitality passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I consider myself a person who loves food and eats a lot of it. But what is your food story and what's it driven by?
0: my food story came from a background of training with uh, hospitality and uh, young cooks in culinary school and uh, i had a passion to give them as much opportunities as possible because when you're young and you're in a career you don't really know all the milestones you can reach or where that path could take you so that experience really led me to be more of a mentor to show people opportunities on whatever career path they had in the hospitality section. And from that was driven a passion to even um, access more people. And I did that through working uh, through incubators and accelerators in the food space. And then I created Food Printer Lab. And and this is what's brought me to this point.
1: Oh, I think this is such a phenomenal idea. And just so our listeners can hear about this, um, tell us about Food Printer Lab and kind of the the whole, what is it?
0: So Foodpreneur Lab is a non-for-profit that supports diverse communities and um, particularly women in the food space. And so we support them by offering uh, what we call pathways, because our pathways and action plan versus programs that support uh, startup and scale up businesses that are looking to get into the market. And we designed this to give uh, our participants access to advisors because the, eat, the food ecosystem is so complex. It's extremely difficult to navigate, even if you are an expert on a good day, much less. So we, we designed these pathways specifically in mind for um, what the food printer's life is going to look like in terms of step by step. And, and to have what we call the food Sherpa, which is the advisor, to really take you through each process so that it's not as difficult. You know, I, I can't take away all the obstacles and challenges, but I can certainly help you guide you through them to, to get to your destination.
1: I love it. What, the food what?
0: The food Sherpa.
1: Food Sherpa. <laughs> I can't forget that the future, but yeah, very cool. Me and my Sharpie markers. I don't know. I heard, I heard so many things in the future, but okay. So, I mean, I think that this is really necessary. So my background is in food. And for a long time, I was a director of marketing for different restaurant chains and something I never saw was like the outline flavors on menus. Yes. And everyone said that I was just too much of a food lover. I remember once when a chef brought in chimichurri, everybody was like, oh, what's chimichurri? And I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. So, hey, yes, let's let's kind of open up the gates. Let's bring more people in who know flavors.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, If you could, you know, wave your magic wand and share with all participants on day one something, what would it be?
0: Uh, Check for $10,000 for funding to launch their business.
1: Ah, uh,
0: yes, that, that would be my magic wand. Um, it's really difficult to grow a business if the government is not providing sufficient funding to help launch. And you have to keep in mind, these micro businesses that we're talking about, which are predominantly run by uh, women, new immigrants, which is great. They give us all these flavor profiles that we've seen in stores, independent grocers, craft markets, you know, the Pusateris of the world. That's where that comes from. And so, you know, we, we stifle that ability to, to innovate and expand, and so we rob our consumers of, of, of that experience. So yeah, if I had that magic wand, that that's what I do.
1: Oh my god, I love it! A check for ten thousand dollars per person. Let's put that out there. Absolutely. How about a participant success story? It hasn't happened yet, so we're at the beginning. But you know, at the end of this, if we sit down and we have another copy, we're having our coffees, and I say, okay, you know, what came out of this? What are you so proud of?
0: I would have to say one of the things I know for a fact will happen is that it will increase the level of confidence in these participants. That's number one. The, the, the product, yes, is primary, but the real focus is the ability to have the participants walk away and know that I had the opportunity to try something that I had an idea, but I never really tested it to find out if it could work. And, you know, they, they say that the, the journey is a thousand miles and it begins with the first step. We want to be the first step. We want you to take a chance on you. It's that simple. I love simple. it. Just, I love you know. it. Uh,
1: it's, it's funny that this is kind of, this is needed by so many people because I had a neighbor once say to me, I make the best Thai sauce on the planet. Nikki, can you help me? And I didn't really think of where I could help this fabulous lady and her Thai sauce, which I would buy on the shelves if I could. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know what, this is a mystery to so many people. So I think, you know, you're perfect place, perfect time. Now, you know, with that being said, how many participants do you think you'll have? And how long is your program?
0: So our our, our pathway is nine months for Startup and Scale. We currently have 50 participants in cohort one and uh the next cohorts are over the next three years so we anticipate to have another 150 broken down into uh 50 intakes and again this this particular part project is designed for uh black food entrepreneurs but at the same time, in uh, January of 2022, we will be launching other um, pathways as well that will be in support of other food printer maps because we're about inclusivity. So we are looking for any ways and you know, any funding mechanisms that we can help expand uh, inclusively for, for other communities as well. Wow. Because the need is there, without
1: a doubt. So you're saying that Thai sauce neighbor should find you? (laughs)
0: Precisely.
1: Precisely. (laughs) Well, you know, I think like this this is so exciting. And I'm just like, how cool that we get to work on this because all of this kind of brings me to life. And I want to say to you, like, obviously there's somebody you'd want to have lunch with who may have left this life. But if you could have lunch with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? And it doesn't have to be somebody in the food world. It could be a chef. It doesn't have to be.
0: Right. Well, I wanted to have a conversation with God. Oh, always, hey, always, hey. Always, oh, hey. always, because <laughs> uh, my things, he, you know, he gives us things. He, put us, he puts us in spaces and places, and sometimes we don't understand uh, why we're there. And sometimes we have to go through, through things that affect us in positive and negative ways. But the outcome is always in the right place at the right time. So I'd love to have that conversation where you could say, "Hey, listen, what were you thinking when you did X and Y?" But hey, I get it.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah, no one's ever said God, but hey, I like that one. Um, If you could give a piece of wisdom to somebody who maybe not in a good space, but you know, someone who wants to launch a product has an idea, what would it be?
0: I would say, don't give up. Don't give up. Hey, listen, today might be a bad day, but tomorrow could be awesome. You just don't know what tomorrow holds. And if, if you don't take that risk and believe in you, then who will? So, don't, so oh. don't give up. You're your best cheerleader. Regardless of the naysayers, don't listen. And at worst, at least you tried. And if it failed, there is no shame in that because you took a chance. And that's what matters. Life's short. Take chances.
1: I like that. Take chances. You know, and someone said to me the other day make sure the person you're asking advice from has done something similar to what you want to do.
0: Precisely. And so, to, to back that statement up, I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. So, when I speak about this space, I don't speak about it from somebody who's collected a paycheck every two weeks. Yes, I've held a full time job and I've still been an entrepreneur. So I know personally the struggles, the sacrifices, the frustration, and the joys that come with it. But it's a long road, and it's a hard road, and it's not for the meek. But I tell you, once you hit a home run, everything else that happened prior to that is so worth it.
1: Oh my God, I love it. Okay, here's a random question for you. It just came to me. How do you feel about food trucks?
0: I love them I absolutely love them I think hey portable food mobile food what's not to love
1: you know I saw I remember Uncle Tetsu's cheesecake in Toronto started started in a really way that we've not seen most things start yeah and then there was lineups all over downtown Toronto and then there's like this weird fluffy cheesecake that now I really like I could put that in my coffee I could eat that That, everywhere
0: that and the crepe truck the crepe food truck Yeah. yeah. yeah Love it.
1: It's funny. I went to Crystal Beach over the summer and there was no food anywhere. And Janice, I kid you not. I thought about
0: buying a right, food, food truck, truck, yeah,
1: bringing it out there and making my favorite food for everyone. Uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and again, opportunity. You see opportunities.
1: Yes. Um, you know, something I like is that you mentioned sometimes people when they're starting the food journey, they have to have second jobs. And I know that all too well. Um, nobody gets to start following a dream and do it full time. So do you want to touch on that a little bit?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, when, when I started my, my business, you know, I had a full time job and I've, I've always had something because you have to pay the bills. There's the reality and then there's the fantasy. OK, and it's great to have the fantasy as long as the reality can support the fantasy. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's wrong with that. But, um, you know, the food business um, takes a little bit more startup power. So what do I mean by that? You know, you may not see any turnarounds on it for two to three years. and, And that's just the nature of the beast you're looking at. But that doesn't mean you don't have a good product. It just means in the food space, it takes a little bit longer to get traction because there's so many pieces to it. You know, it's not a straight line. And for that reason... You know, if you're not seeing results in two to to three years, then my thing is, you know, find a consultant, you know, let's reassess where you're at, uh, a production issue, you know, fine tune the process so you can get more traction.
1: Brilliant. And, you know, I guess um, it just came to me to ask you about focus groups. How do you feel about focus groups?
0: Listen, if you have and it could money, be your family yeah I, I, absolutely so you know we always say there the three F's friends family and fools but that usually come with the money side but on the, on the focus group you know if, if you don't have10 $10,000, thousand dollars lying around because it does cost money for focus group I can tell you one of the most interactive ways to get the same amount of information are the markets. When you go to a market, a market is just not to show up and have your product sitting on the table. Your your purpose there is to collect data, involve yourself in conversation with the people that are testing and tasting and purchasing, you know, ask questions, you know, get their opinions because that is what will drive your decision inevitably on which product to launch first. And that is invaluable.
1: You know what that's that's brilliant um because something I could I've said to authors before of books is like share the book with the ones who love you and they'll tell you how they honestly feel about your first and second drafts but with food i mean yeah i think we see at costco all the sampling corners uh,
0: absolutely and that
1: absolutely. persuades purchasing power but for you i think what you just said that's really great is you're like just listen to what people say yeah. when they taste what you're making yeah that's awesome well, you know what? I think that the world is your oyster, and I can't wait to share with people what comes next for you. So, this is like a little intro interview.
0: And if you could tell everybody what your website is: it is www.foodpreneurlab, as in food and entrepreneur combined.com. Perfect.
1: And your Instagram handle:
0: foodpreneurlab.com.
1: Oh, wow. Audience, you're in for a treat because. I will be talking about some of these exciting brands in the future. So wait for it. And thank you for joining us on Superstar PR. Please rate and review and tell us how you feel about it. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nickiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.